Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, and welcome to another episode of All by the Popcorn. I'm Emily. And I'm Alessandra. And today, we are talking about Downton Abbey, Season 3, Episode 7, third to last episode in Season 3. We're, we're getting places. We're getting places. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's coming up. I mean, things are, this was a very exciting episode. Things are happening. Um, so, without further ado, I'm just going to play this beginning here. Let's get into it. Okay, all of the stuff on my computer is like having a heart attack. I mean, it's doing its job, but <laughs> it's it's doing a lot right now. <laughs> it's so slow because I was trying to get it on my new computer, and we're still on the old one for these Downton episodes, and it's driving me crazy. So, <laughs> well, one of these days, hopefully, is. yes, it gets the job done. Well, the thing is, I mean, I'm just going to rant a little bit. I haven't done this in a while. The thing is, there's no app that actually records sound on a Mac, um, like the actual internal audio of a computer. Um, It's hard to find those things. The only one that we have is called Soundflower. And of course, every time Mac has an update, they block things from actually working anymore. Um, or being installed. So this particular app was probably very much axed in the... It's not made by Apple. It's made by another developer. So it's very difficult to install things like that on your computer. (sighs) I never thought of this, but you know what app allows me to record my on-computer sound? Streamlabs. Dream Labs, okay. Yes, I and mean that, that is... also has the. I mean, it's it's what I use to stream, and it and basically what people are hearing is the sound of the game coming through my computer. Yeah. <clears throat> hmm. Maybe that's something I should look into. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, anyway, I mean, you're, I'm, you're probably not going to use the video aspect of it too much, but. It does. It does allow me to do audio. And and you record it to your computer, though. 
Well, I, I have I have recorded videos of it um, on my computer, but I mean, I just press go live and it just starts playing to my to my Twitch account. Right. Um, yeah. So it's but, doing something. Um, so maybe something I will look into that. Um, yeah. OK, so we uh, are back here in jail. Uh, guess who's getting out? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I said as this happened, as I was watching this the other day, I said, I, I was really excited, actually. I was like, I was like, is it happening? Is this it? Is today the day? <laughs> and then I said, fine a fucking Lee. Like, that's what I said. So today yeah. is the day. We got a car and pulling up. And he's looking up. smart, too. He's Th- walking This out. outfit that he's wearing is, <laughs> Mr. Bates, is yeah. suave. Like, he looks like a million bucks, like, coming out of this jail. Like, yeah, they I'm kept pretty his sure... shit clean. Like, yeah, I mean, was was this what he was arrested in? Must have been. Like, it's, it's I... like, a literally a three-piece suit, a really it's nice fancy coat. fancy as shit. Bowler hat. Yeah. Uh, he got his, his uh, cane back. But he's not limping that much. I think he's kind of chilled out on the limp situation. Yeah, like he looks like he's 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 got a lot of money and he's out to go break some knees. Like that's what he looks like. He like, comes out to meet his wife and yes. he hugs her and they're just smiling at each other and yeah, he kind of looks like a pimp. He's he looks nice. <laughs> it is it is the reunion I didn't know I wanted. Right. It I is, will say that. It's good. Yeah. We're happy it's for good. Anna. It's good. It's a great start to this episode. And we get this really cool view as they're driving back of, of Downton, uh, like very far off in the... Like they still have a good With the half a mile to a mile to go. Yeah. yeah Did you to notice, get to this place. Didn't that remind you of when we drove into on the bus um, to go to Chatsworth House? It That is the same exact kind of... You, like, kind of drive over the hill, and then it, it becomes in view like that with all the sheep. Yeah. And, the, yeah, and as it, peeps, as it peeps through the trees, we're just, like, just staring out the window in awe, like, just drooling, like, just, just, it was so early in the morning, and... Yeah. <laughs> which was, gr- I mean, great, like... Which was the best. It was the best day ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're just gonna, we just bring it up so much, because... <laughs> It I really it was such every a good day. day. Like I really, <laughs> I miss it. I miss it every day of my life. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, yeah. So they are they are heading back. Mr. Bates is is out of jail, and we are back. We are we're now um, with the with the other peeps. Um, they're talking about him, saying like, "Oh, is it appropriate to bring up jail anymore?" And Mr. Bates is like, "You don't have to do or whatever." He says something. Yeah. And like, everyone's very matter, happy to whatever. see him. It yeah, matter. and most people are really happy. Thomas is obviously not happy. Mrs. Patmore's happy. They bring him like a little uh, piece of cake. Uh, he's like, "Who's Ivy? This new person, new kitchen maid." He's like, "Oh, Thomas, you're still here." Okay. Um. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's like Mr. Barrow uh, now. Because remember honestly... when Thomas was like, "I'm gonna get out of here and make a name for myself." Never did that. <laughs> Never did that. Yeah. People have shifting attitudes about each other in this in this show. Like they're friends one moment and then they hate each other the second, as we've seen. Um, uh, do you guess? Yes, quite. Yes, quite, 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 quite. Everyone's very so happy. Then we've to got see the the Breakfast, Breakfast Club. Club, which they're at a round table this time. Did yeah, you where's, notice? where's the long table? 
They changed it up so that there's there's four seats at this tiny table because they're the only ones who eat breakfast here at Downton. So, yeah, Um, because this this isn't the same room where they this is like a breakfast room. This isn't like where they dine for dinner. No, I don't think so. This is a different room altogether. There's a lot of light in this room and that the dining room doesn't have any light in it. It doesn't have any windows. It's like in the Mm. inside of the house. So, right, Um, right. Yeah. Uh. So they're all Edith, whose hair looks even better in this episode. I have to say, is is telling oh Matthew gosh. and Branson and her father about this um, editor that wants to have her write for their paper and uh, have her own column. And she's yeah. like, "He's in London. He's invited me, and I'm going to do it." And of course, Robert has to just quit back about how he doesn't think it's a good idea. And she's like, "I'm going to do it." <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, she hasn't said yes yet, but she is going to go to London and see what this guy has to say. I just got to play uh, Robert's quip here um, to Matthew. Please don't encourage her. But I think it's a good idea. I gather you've trapped poor old Jarvis into a meeting. It won't take long, but he is the agent, and there are things we must get started on, if you agree. Well, I'm glad you still think my agreement has a part to play. Fucking fuck you, Robert. My God. God damn it, Robert. <laughs> He's such a fucking villain. And then Branson's like, wouldn't you rather just cut and run like me? Um, I just love how Branson is in all, all of these conversations anyway. And like I said in the last episode, he's the clear push for the new Mr. Jarvis. But, yep, you know, yep. okay. Which is exactly what happened. And I was exactly right. Um, so then yes. Robert sees Bates and he's like, oh, I didn't know you were here. And, you know, I thought that he was going to maybe give him a hug, but he didn't. He just gave him a firm handshake. Um, yeah, you, you thought you'd go in for a good for a good old bro hug. But but no, no, I mean, all right. I mean, your friend was just in jail, but OK, that's fine. Yeah. Um, um, <laughs> Mr. Bates brings up Thomas and he's like, oh, we'll get it figured out. Because, um, again, it's, everyone's forgotten that Thomas stole in the past you know just yeah you know, let's just let bygones be bygones you know it just i know some thomas is already a problematic person so oh okay, uh, yeah but it has been several years though i think it's kind i of mean sure doesn't mean he's not still an asshole so um, ethel someone that somebody yes. pulled up to uh isabel's house yes who is it emily uh violet Violet. <laughs> violet, Violet. It's a Violet. Violet. Uh, violet, you're turning Violet, Violet. Um, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, I'm like, what is that from? Yeah. Oh, speaking of Willy Wonka, um, Timothy Chalamet just posted a picture of him in his uh, Willy Wonka outfit today. I saw that. I saw that. Very um, and also indeed. people are posting memes that his outfit looks just like, um, uh, uh, What's his name? From the Muppets. He looks like... He, he's wearing the exact same outfit as... as Gonzo? Uh, Gonzo, I think, from from the Muppets Christmas Carol. A hundred percent. The it's exact a, same outfit. hundred percent looks just my like roommate, Gonzo. My roommate showed me that meme. It was hilarious. Oh my god, I fucking love it. I, I mean, I saw like kind of the like snowy visage 
of this photo and I was like, where are they shooting this? Boston? Because they've been shooting so many movies in Boston lately. They shot A Christmas Carol down in the seaport um, for the past few months with Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell. And they made the whole area look like... Christmas Carol? Uh Uh-huh, yeah. And they had like fake snow Uh everywhere. And they had like horses. Yeah, and all sorts of stuff like that. So people were seeing it out of their windows at their workplaces down there. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I hope. But they're probably not filming the Willy Wonka here. But you never know Maybe because so know. many movies are being filmed here. Like, I, I could just riddle them off, but it's all right. We got to keep going. We got to keep going. <laughs> we just started this. I mean, we're five minutes in. Nothing's happened, really. So Isabel is so just... So a quick, quick summation of this. Yes, yes. Um, so Violet, uh, you know, they're talking about Ethel again, obviously, because everyone's fucking talking about Ethel all the fucking time. Um, you know, Isabel's like, well, you came, you came to my, to my luncheon and didn't leave with Robert, even though he asked you to, like, what, like, she took that as a sign of, like, she's fine with Ethel working for her and stuff like that. Uh, But no, she comes to visit and she's like, you do understand that you put the family in, in, it, at risk of scandal because you hired her still. Like, I, I stayed because of Cora, really. Um, yeah. And not because of, not not because of, Eth, like, of you taking in Ethel and me being okay with it. Like, she basically just voiced that she was not okay with this still. Um, and that she should have thought about this before she hired Ethel. Um, Look at this beautiful the- lamp that is behind Violet here. <laughs> I think, I think... Kimmy mentioned liking a lamp in later, I think later in this episode. Which, did she watch this with me? I think she did. Yeah. If, okay, if I see it, I'll point it out. Yeah. But, but this, yeah. Is, this is a cute lamp. It's really <laughs> beautiful. Really they're, they're like, there's ridges on the bottom of it. So then all the tassels are also like ridges. And they, it's. Yeah. I it's mean, just, gorgeous. it's so satisfying to look at. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm just really out of it. You know, everybody, I ran a half and marathon yesterday, so I'm just, just tired. <laughs> Good for you, Alessandra. That's Thank that's you. a great thing that you did. I, I mean, you've read half marathons in the in the past, but but still, this was this alone. Great. This was by myself. You're on, you're on your way. <laughs> on your way to running that full full ass marathon. Yeah, yeah. So Cora and Robert are walking in their grounds, and they see this. I love Cora's hat. Nurse pushing, yeah, super cute black hat um, with like little eyelet holes in in the front. Um, yeah. They see a nurse pushing the baby, and they just start talking about Branson leaving. And she's like, "Well, you don't want Branson to go. It would be best if if they stayed, right? Like we need to take care of our our grandchild and Tom, both of them." So Robert's like, "All right, whatever." Um, yeah. Then we're back downstairs with Bates, Anna, Thomas. Thomas is, like, cleaning a hat. Um, Mr. Mosley says something, like, insensitive, I think. He's when does he ever of... not say something insensitive? I he's know. Such a... He's such a... He's such a... Ugh. He says, <laughs> I'll expect you'll be looking for something to do, Mr. Barrow, in, like, a cheery That's tone. That's right! Which That's is right. fucked up, and he starts smiling, and it's like... Are you, ki- now that are you kidding Bates me? Now Beats is back, it's so fucked up. I know. It's like, this is this <laughs> so man's life up. you're talking about casually. Like, this is like his employment, his entire life literally is on yeah. the line right now. And you're just joking about it. 
Yeah, you basically said, you're going to have to go find a new job and find a new place to live. It's now that find Mr. Bates is back. Like, yeah. Yeah. Change you your get the fuck life. out of here. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh um, and, then Alfred... and then Alfred brings up a movie that's playing in town. Yeah. Um, he wants and, Ivy uh, to go. Yes, he would really like Ivy to go. And Ivy's like, well, I need more people to go because I can't go out with just you. Yeah. She's at least being just... nice to him, though. Like, she's <clears> like, if Mrs. Patmore lets me go and then... You know, and then Mrs. Hughes is like, yeah, you can go if you take a couple of the other girls as well. You can't just go you two on a date. Like, it has to be, she has to, she has to be at least chaperoned by some other girls. Um, and she's like, okay, I'll go with you, Alfred. Like, she's she's at least nice to Alfred, and Alfred is so excited about it. <laughs> and I and I, I think she inquired if Jimmy was going to go, and Jimmy yeah. was like... Being was like, a little no. butt, he's so mean in this episode. He's, I don't know what is like wrong with him he has just had such a bad attitude since he started this job he's such he's such a turd yeah he's got his personality is just just bitter it's just bitter um which makes sense that him and and like him and thomas would go well together because thomas is also really bitter but he doesn't complain about it (laughs) so okay so Robert and Matthew are talking to Jarvis, which we learned was the guy who was the head of the estate. And all Matthew was saying, we need to update the machinery. We need to invest in the land because right now it's being mismanaged. Like right now it, it's be, it just needs to be like more heavily structured and updated. Yeah. He's, he said right now, like just too much money is being, is being used up and nothing's really coming in like it needs yeah, to be sustainable. self-sustainable that's what he's like, trying to say yes. exactly he's like these farms need to produce <clears throat> things they need to they need to be able to they have their more own gdp <laughs> updated equipment what was that does that mean it, the GDP? gross domestic product which is how much go. money that you're there you're producing like you're producing based on the goods that you sell this is one That's of the a only good things business term, Elsander. Yeah, it's one of the only things I remember from econ class, AP econ, econ. in high school. Okay, yeah, the, the That's the, right. The GDP. It is a major profit point. margins and, yes. and <laughs> but like the GDP is like something but that is like for the whole country, but this is for the estate. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so of course Jarvis and Robert are so against this. They're like, no, we don't need to update anything. It's fine the way it is. It's existed like this for years. And Matthew's like, I know I, that's the. They're problem. like, let me remind you that you're that you're new here. Okay, you don't know how any of this stuff works. And Matthew's like, excuse you. <laughs> like <laughs> Matthew really has to stand up for himself because these two he old does. guys are just like, ma ma ma. Like they yeah. just do not want to change at all. Um. And then we had a really little sad little scene. I thought, okay, when I saw this scene, I thought that Isabel... So Violet is in her her car driving through town and she sees Ethel walking down the street crying. Yeah. I thought that because of what Violet said, she was either crying because of what Violet said or because Isabel had let her go. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. but she didn't. So we figure out that it was We'll find out later. Yeah. Yeah. I just got to read this little trivia that's on the side of this x-ray here. It says, Amy Nuttall, who plays Ethel. Uh, age 16, Amy was chosen to play the lead role of Christine as an understudy in Andrew Lloyd Webber's and Cameron McIntosh's UK tour of The Phantom of the Opera. 
At 16, wow. she was an understudy for Christine. That's an awesome role for her. Good job. That means wow. she can sing, too. She can she can cry. She's a great crier. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so Edith is dining with Violet, uh, luncheon, and... Um, she says We're talking about about the about the journalist stuff. She's like she's like I wasn't talking about you get, being a journalist. I'm talking about you like painting or embroidery or running a, a, running a, a local charity. charity. Yeah, she's like something yeah. else that is for what's this rich business people? of a of a journalist? Yeah, and Edith's like I'm gonna go and I'm gonna tell this man yes I'm gonna do it anyway. So can you please support me at dinner? And this is something I'm really interested in, and I don't want to be like pushed around by you guys. And she's like fine, but. You got to do something for me. <laughs> She's like, if you if you want me to back you up, you got to go do something for me. And we don't know what it is yet. Okay, but it's that okay, but yeah, it's that thing that she which I don't I don't quite understand. We can we can you can just explain it to me later when she's actually in London. Um, and oh, so now Ethel is serving some tea to Isabel, and she doesn't look very happy. No, um, she so had Isabel's an like, encounter. What's wrong? She's like. Mrs. Bakewell at the store refused to serve me and her husband eventually just reluctantly served me. And, and that's sad. Yeah. It's really sad for Ethel that she has to be treated like this in, in her own, in, in her own town that she lives. Yeah, it is. It's, it's unfortunate. Um, it's very sad. Yeah. So then we're down. I actually feel bad for Ethel. Yeah, I, I, I Ethel's, as well. Ethel's been good ever since. Ever since Isabel took her on, I actually haven't minded Ethel. She's been good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, then Back we in the a, kitchen. Yeah, another conversation with Ivy, Jimmy, and Alfred. They're just talking about Alfred's like giving um, some advice to Mrs. Patmore about making food, and um, he's actually got some good good options here. As we remember, he actually fixed that. Um, sauce that got fucked up with that egg trick um well he messed it up and then fixed it again right. which he, again yeah. i don't know how that would have worked but it's fine i mean yeah and then jimmy's like making fun of him for knowing how to cook and then mrs patmore's like hey it's good that alfred knows how to cook and some say the best cooks in the world are men which is yeah it, again... means, he's, it means he's not useless unlike you jimmy <laughs> I know, Jimmy just fucking is mean. Like, he's, he's like, he's definitely Thomas 2.0. Like, he's, he's mean. Um, he's just, he's just moody. He's super moody. Yeah. And then Carson, Carson overhears and he comes in and he's like, <laughs> he's like, well, at least Alfred's not a dick like you, Jimmy. So yeah. you can follow with the sauce tonight. Yeah. Um, and Jimmy's pissed about this. And he's like, yeah, I should they're be both first fighting. Footman. They're both fighting to become first footmen right now, right? Yeah. They're still like, he's Carson's still waiting to pick. Um, and then oh, and then this was an interesting thing that Daisy did. So yeah. because uh, Jimmy complains and says I should be first footman, um, and Ivy says Yeah, you should be. And Daisy's like, Alfred, why are you taking Ivy to the pictures when she doesn't like? She's saying these things to Jimmy because like, she's clearly keen yeah, on Jimmy. She's not being nice to you. Yeah, she's obviously favoring Jimmy. Yeah, and he's like, Well, we're doing it anyway. And you know what? Good for Alfred. He's kind of he's sticking. He's not getting discouraged. He, he he's still trying. likes Ivy, and he's trying to he's trying to take her out. He, he hasn't been told that she doesn't like him yet. So yeah, that's definitely true. He's like, I'm gonna I'm gonna get in trying. there. trying. <laughs> um, Branson is holding his little wee baby, 
Uh, and Barry walks in and uh, his wee babe, his little wee babe. Um, so cute. This little nursery is also very cute. It's got like um red, like uh, twa flowers, flowers. Yeah, yeah, on the on the some on the walls. Walls. Yeah. It's really Wallpaper. cute. Yeah, the really yeah. warm tones. I I definitely really like this room. Um, so he says uh, he wants Mary to do the christening, right? Yeah, or, yeah. Or, to be the, or to come. Yeah, to come to the christening, and he wants everybody to come to the christening. And then he asks Mary to be the godmother, and mm, this little mm-hmm. baby is so cute—a little tongue sticking Super out. Cute. Oh my god, they got such a good shot yeah. of her in there. Yeah, it's really sweet. He asked her to be the godmother, and she's like, "Well, I think she's kind of taken taken aback in a moment." And then she, he's like, I'm, "She's like, am I allowed to be?" And he goes, "Yeah, at least one of them is Catholic, and my brother's coming up to do it." Um, so he's Catholic, obviously, and and um... yeah. Branson tries to say that he'll stay in the in the village, but Mary's like, "Of course not. He'll he'll stay at the house." And he is like. He's kind of rough. He's rough around the edges. <laughs> a rough diamond. And Mary's oh, yeah. like, I like diamonds. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, then we've got the Bateses. They're yes, so cute. they're walking. Yes. Going on a walk. Because they got a little they're bit cute. of time together, I think. Um, even Anna looks like Anna's got the day to herself with, with Bates. And they're walking around those um, villages. And he's like, I can't believe I'm actually here. The, the, little, uh, the little cubbies. The, sorry, the little... What are these like um cottages tenant yeah cottages little tenant cottages and apparently one uh, somebody wants to move into the into the actual uh town so they might get hers um and that would yeah be, and have their own little great. place yeah and i think that that's typical and you know they're they're married so they shouldn't have to <laughs> continue to live in the servants quarters stay in the house yeah stay in the house when when they could like have, a, like a, have like their a, own area like a college dorm yeah yeah it's not <laughs> like really like appropriate dorm. you know and yeah. um so thomas is smoking a cigarette J- jimmy is just complaining about alfred has to take up the uh the sauce instead of the meat and thomas overhears him and he's like don't say anything in regret these things can be managed but not by losing your temper so he's trying to trying to give him a which little is true bit. i yeah, mean thomas yeah. thomas is giving him good advice like don't be a dick just i mean obviously the way that thomas is like we can go about things is not is not good like his way of going about things is basically sabotaging people and being mean yeah um, i'm gonna play what o'brien says yeah play it. i hate this oh, I absolutely it's, it's just so bad it's managed, so bad but not by losing your temper You make a cosy couple, I must say. I don't think so. It's not what I've heard. Alfred says he's always going on about you. Silly, sloppy stuff. Alfred's sick and tired of it, and no wonder. He's making it up. Have it your own way. (laughs) At this point, I forgot that O'Brien was Alfred's aunt. Completely forgot about that. Me too. <laughs> it's been like months since they were brought it up for us. Like <laughs> I completely <laughs> forgot. <laughs> oh man. So then um Jimmy kind of sabotages Alfred because he sticks the tongs to this fish dish, like in a way that 
maybe would be better. But then when Alfred goes up to Violet, he kind of spills it on Violet because of this this kind Which, of Which, like, I can understand this, but he had he had the tongs directly on the food. Yeah, but it, like it was it was so weird. The tongs, the tongs would have been easier to grab if Violet hadn't lifted her napkin it, exactly. as, as Alfred was coming to the table. Like, yeah, it was just a fluke, and Violet does not get upset. She's like, whatever, it's fine. Like, I'm the one who hit that thing, whatever. She doesn't really make a big deal out of it. Um, yeah, but Alfred's embarrassed, and then Jimmy takes the, you know, says, I'll take the meat instead, like, because you obviously can't handle it. Like, I'm going to just play this entire conversation for the whole thing because it it honestly is it, it, there's so much that happens in this conversation so I'm just going to play it but okay I saw your cook in the village today Isabel she seemed upset yes Mrs. Bakewell was rather unkind it seems a pity that even in this pretty little village people can be so unforgiving some people are unforgiving others are insensitive Isabel's face. What time do you leave in the morning? I thought I'd get the ten o'clock. I'm meeting him for tea. You're not encouraging this. She hasn't agreed to anything yet. Mama, talk to her. Talk to all of them. Say something sensible. Yes, let's hear how a woman's place is in the home. I don't think a woman's place is eventually in the home. But I see no harm in her having some fun before she gets there. (laughs) Granny, thank you. Have you changed your pills? Uh, and another thing. I mean, Edith isn't getting any really younger. I mean, perhaps she hasn't cut out for domestic life. Oh, God. What is this, a roast? Oh, like, oh, what? Oh, my proceeding, Tom. I was telling Lady Grantham. My brother has a garage in Liverpool. He's asked me to go in with him. The brother who's coming to stay? Yes, Kieran. Why is he coming here? For the christening. How did he rearrange the spoons? All right. Um, Oh my god. That conversation was so good. I fucking loved all the dicks. It was like it was like bash after bash. Uh, Like oh my god. It was well written. It really was. It was great. Um, It was good. It was good. So then they're just like talking about what happened with Alfred and James upstairs and. Um, yeah, Alfred's like, he sabotaged me, and Jimmy's like, I did no such thing. And they're like, oh, and then, then, then. Yeah, and then they're just like, okay, we're gonna go to this movie, right, Carson? And he's like, yes, yes the movie yes. is tonight. Yeah, and it's late. It's at, like, half past ten, that's what they said. So, they're gonna get home late. Um, and they're, they're like, excited to go. It's, it's cute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is like, oh, we're gonna go to the midnight showing of this movie. That's great. Um... And, and uh, Mrs. Hughes is like, you know, Carson, you're really, you need to stop with the ritual humiliation on these guys. Like, you're really, really harsh on them. Yeah. Um, then and Mary... We are in, oh yes, Mary in Matthew's room. Mm-hmm. Getting she's, ready for bed. Yeah, she's in her little nightgown, and uh, she's just like, you know, you're, you're really harsh on Papa. And he's like, well, I'm just trying to say what I want to say here. Um, and I think this is when they bring, is this when they bring up that they're trying for kids? Is it now or is it another time? I think it's. Yes. So Matthew's like, should I see someone? 
And then right. he's, and then she's like, oh, no, everything's going to be fine. And, and he, she's like, well, you don't actually know that because they were wrong and maybe you should. But it, it's probably going to be fine. And, you know, he's he's just like he's really stressed about the And, and this is when we kind of f- realize that they're actually trying to have a baby. Like he asked about it before, but this is like they've obviously been trying and it's not working. She's not pregnant. So, yeah. Right. Yes. Um, so, and I mean, I mean, it wouldn't hurt to see someone. I mean, he did have an injury. Like, whatever. I don't know. Yeah. And then uh, Ivy and uh, Alfred are walking back from their movie, just talking about the American film stars. And she's like, oh, it's kind of fun that one of them has has a, the same name as me. And, and, you know, they're just like having an actual nice conversation um, about, yeah. you know, and it, it, it it's it's cute like it's definitely like innocuous and, and adorable uh yeah t- thomas is talking to uh james and jimmy. yes oh god so um he's just jimmy's just talking about how you know they shouldn't if, if i wanted to go mr carson wouldn't let me go to the flicks and and he's like Cause carson hates me or yeah something. and then thomas is like I, well i love you and um you know uh Jimmy, he's kind of playing it cool and he asked him about his family and he's like I don't have any family my my dad died in the war my mom died because of the flu I, I don't really have any cousins or anything I'm kind of on my own um so we're just kind of getting to know a little bit about Jimmy um but he's also being kind of friendly to Thomas and it's he says he's lonely and then obviously Alfred or uh, Thomas knows about being lonely as well so it's kind of a flirty conversation but it's more of like a comfortable conversation um yeah Thomas like is kind of yeah look, looking like a friendly into. conversation yeah I don't know. yeah um I mean it doesn't help that O'Brien's putting these ideas in Thomas's head that that may or may not be true but are more pointing towards not true um yeah, so. Thomas is definitely being flirty though. Like he's he's acting suave and he's really trying. He like clearly really likes Jimmy and he's trying to be like a cool guy with a cigarette and everything. And yeah, I, I should play what O'Brien says here. I think it's it's important. <laughs> oh my gosh! He's a funny one, isn't he? Can't pull the wool over my eyes. I know what's going on. You're quite wrong, Miss O'Brien. He's a proper little ladies' man. Oh, if that's how you want to play it. What are you going on about? There's no need to bark. I only know what Alfred tells me. Well, if he says Jimmy's interested in me, he's lying. Oh dear. Was it supposed to be a secret? Ugh. Brian, you're just being needlessly cruel. Like, this is not okay. It's really not. So what What transpires? So, uh, I, oh my god. This, this whole, this whole part was just, oh, it made me so anxious. I hated this yeah, part. Yeah, the, the music and the editing is really anxiety-ridden, and... They did a good job with it. Like we're watching. They did a, they did a really good job. Like we're it watching was, oh Jimmy undress. I was sitting here going, no, don't, no, don't. 
We're watching um, so Thomas Jimmy's in thinking. His room. <laughs> yeah. Jimmy's in his room. He's undressing. He's getting ready for bed. Thomas is now in his room. He's he's getting undressed, getting in bed. Obviously thinking about things. Thomas oh. honestly has such an impulsive personality. It's it's not good. Like it definitely is his downfall. And and, and we knew he was gonna do something <sighs> impulsive here, and it's like, buddy. <sighs> I knew Buddy. it was going to be bad. It was going to be creepy. I hated every second of it. Um, okay. Now we're back with Alfred and and Ivy. They're chatting. Alfred's like, I'd love to, to do this with you more, Ivy. And she's like, well, I'm sorry. I don't want to lead you on, but I'm not interested. And Alfred's like, you know, Jimmy's not interested in you, right? And Ivy's like, he flirts with me. Like, you don't know that. He flirts with me. Um, yeah, but Alfred's like... It's not really right, but she's like, I want to hear it from his lips that he's not interested yeah, in me. Which is fine. Yeah. I mean, that's that's, for sure. that's totally that's totally understandable. Yeah. I mean, and she's not interested in Alfred. Like she just basically just told him. Yeah. But like I mean, and, and just and, and even if Jimmy were to were to turn her down, like that doesn't mean she'd necessarily go running over to Alfred. Like that's that's probably true, what he wants, but I do think that they have some kind of friendship. Right. Doesn't right. mean it'll happen. Yeah, I mean, I just, I think they have some kind of friendship developing, and it could develop into something else. I think it's not, it's definitely not there, but she doesn't hate him, and that's a good start, you know? Yeah, I mean, she definitely likes chatting with him. The movie was fun. Yeah, he's a friend. He's just a friend. Um, So we see that Alfred is going upstairs uh, to go to his quarters, and at the same time, Thomas decides to leave his quarters... And this whole tense situation, basically what happens, Thomas exits his quarters, opens up the door to see a sleeping Jimmy. At the same time, Alfred is walking up the stairs. So we have this really tense music. We know that that Thomas is going to do something bad, which is probably kiss him. And, and I thought Alfred and Jimmy shared a room, but do they have their I think, own? Do, do they do they not share rooms like like the girls do? I think they somewhere? do, but I don't know what is going on because <laughs> Alfred decides to go into Jimmy's room for some reason. So he was, right, he was probably hoping Jimmy was still awake so he could tell her to tell Ivy that he wasn't interested. Probably something um, like that, which is wild because oh it's like one in the morning. But okay, Thomas like really creepily sits on Jimmy's bed while Jimmy is sleeping and like kisses him, like. Like, and uh, Alfred walks uh, in at the same time and is like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then Thomas tries to be like, Jimmy, I thought we were, we were liking each other. But, oh my God, Jimmy yeah, is he's in like, a rage. He's in a he's rage. Like, Why did you come in here? And he's like, because of what you said earlier. Like, I thought that we felt the same way. And he's like, no, of course not. And he throws him out. And, oh my God. And Carson comes out and he's like, what? Oh, what is happening? Yeah. Um. Thomas is like, oh, Jimmy just had a, a nightmare. It's fine. And Carson goes back. He turns and uh, Alfred is looking through his little window. Um, and Thomas is like crying. And Alfred's like, Ugh. like he's got a really kind of like, I'm concerned face at, at Thomas. <sighs> um, yeah. It, yeah. Oh God, it's so bad. This I whole think- situation is just Bad. You know, I think they have their own rooms because there's not a lot of men servants. There's, there's. It seems that there's one other man here at this, at this table for breakfast, um, but that's it. So it, it seems like obviously the women have to share because there's a lot more women. Um, yeah. 
I mean, and is Mosley staying here? Like, is he like just no I longer? I think so as well. Yeah, he must be there as well. Um, so the next morning, very ooh, tense. Ted Thomas tries tense to breakfast. <laughs> tries to very tense breakfast. Tries yeah. to you know hand over a friendship friendship toast and is not taken. Jimmy and Alfred are staring Thomas down. Oh my god! Yeah, something is wrong. <laughs> like Alfred's face is so funny. <laughs> He's so and mad. Jimmy very like almost in a cool way because he's because he's shaken up. Yeah. He flirts with Ivy and tells her that she's looking delicious this morning or so I don't know. He says well, something, yeah, something very like that. Something ridiculous like that, Mr. Carson. Ridiculous like, and Jesus inappropriate. Christ, Jimmy. <laughs> I'm really overcompensating yeah. for the fact that he was kissed by a man last night and he's very uncomfortable about that. Clearly. Oh my gosh. Um, yes, he's very uncomfortable by it. Yeah. Okay, so we're in London now, and Edith and her cute little fucking outfit and her cute hair and everything about her. I love her so much. She honestly so has freaking cute. turned into a character that I can get behind. I, I hated her in the beginning, and she is so great now. She meets this she very attractive great. editor of a newspaper. Um, yeah, it, the, the, the amount of times that they talk and kind of the things that are brought back and forth, like, he's kind of flirting with her later. Oh, he is. Like, he wants her. Like, <laughs> it's, yeah. Right? Okay. 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 <laughs> Not just me, then. Got yeah. it. Uh, I'll, um, tell, I'll say what he says later about it, but um, she's just saying, like, yeah, yeah. my family would be really, really disapproving of this, and he's like, well, why don't you think for yourself? And she's like, well, I have to think about that first. <laughs> so... I have to think about yeah. thinking about it my, for myself as well. Um, and, you know, I think it's definitely, he's like, oh, are you going to, you going to leave tonight? Um, and she's like, no, I got to go do the, go to the offices of the lady for my grandmother's family stuff. And then he's like, okay, well, then tomorrow we're going to have lunch. And if you decide to join us very well, oh, if you don't, I'm just I know what Edith cry. does now for Violet. Yeah. Yeah. I understand what she does now. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so so, so he here is, he asked her really to dinner. Cute. He definitely wants Edith to join. He asked her to lunch for the next day. Yes. Yeah. Lunch to lunch. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Thomas is helping Robert get dressed. Uh, Robert's like, well, you seem really shaken up right now, Thomas. And he's like, yeah. And then he's like, don't worry, dude. I'll talk to Carson about your job. Don't, I'm gonna get things sorted out. <laughs> yeah, we, we won't. We won't just throw you out. Like you, you're probably not gonna be my valet. My valet, but uh, we're not gonna throw you out. Yeah. Uh, then I guess everybody's at pre-dinner, um, having drinks. I mean, they might have already had dinner, but I don't think we've gotten there yet. Matthew's just explaining to Mary, and this might be after dinner. Brands. Yeah, it seems like it's after yeah. dinner drinks. Um. Just talking about the estate and what they should do. And they have, like, a whole map out. Um, they're just discussing uh, that Tom's brother is coming. Um, yes. And also, the uh, they're going to have uh, some Jarvis come again or something like that. Um, yes, and then Jarvis has they to ask, come again for another meeting. Yeah, they ask Tom what he thinks, and he gives a really good response. Um, and Robert's like... You know, this is that's a pretty Marxist way of going about it. And he's like, you don't even know what socialism is, buddy. Yeah, I haven't even thought about, thought about it. Yeah. Uh, which we're in that era of, uh, you know, socialism is cool. <laughs> you know, like at yeah. least like in concept, communism. Woo. Um, 
Whoa! Yeah, there's they're not gonna revolt. It's gonna be fine. Um, be great. But you know, like a little bit of socialism is good. Like it's not. It's a balance. We we need it. We need socialism, and we we need anti-socialism. Both working together to to create a beautiful a beautiful place. Include the Downton Cohesively is basically a tiny country. <laughs> in harmony. Yes, in harmony. And then Mr. Carson decides now at at this post drinks thing would be a good time to ask Alfred and James what the fuck is going on because everybody's been so tense all day and I'm like because well, I, th- really I think, think Alfred like says time? to Jimmy like I think Alfred says to Jimmy like you need to tell someone and Jimmy's like butt out or something like they're like yeah. yelling at each other like at the, or, like you know speaking violently to each other during this dinner yeah. during this uh, drinks we're in a tense and- spot with them for sure. Very tense. I mean, I I understand what Alfred's trying to do. Like, obviously, this was this was a traumatic experience for Jimmy. Like, yeah, yeah, it, and yeah. yeah, and like, and he should definitely tell someone. Like, like this was this was a scary experience. I mean, yeah, I'm Thomas surprised. made a move on him without his without his consent. Like, and that is not okay. It's not okay. No, and honestly, I'm really surprised he doesn't go to Carson in this episode. Like, you'd think that he would, and I don't understand why he doesn't. So I guess maybe... I think it's just like his... I don't think anyone... He doesn't want anyone he doesn't want to, anybody know to know that... Yeah. He doesn't want anyone to know that, that he got kissed by a dude. Totally. That's that's probably exactly what it is. That's and... totally... That's the only reason. Yeah. I'm 100% sure. Yeah. For sure. And for Alfred's sure. just like, that's not right. Like, you need to tell someone. Like, Thomas shouldn't, shouldn't get away with this. And, like... And O'Brien shouldn't have been pushing this prank because it went too far and now... It's although I'm pretty sure her intention is to get Thomas fired. Like I think she's trying to get Thomas hmm. out of here. Hmm. Yes, her intention is to ruin Thomas's life. So forever. Which, yeah, yeah. Um. So there's this. The, Tom, Robert and Cora are awake at night. Um. Is this the lamp? No. Okay. <laughs> Did, did we pass the lamp? I hope not. Okay. <laughs> I have not been paying attention to any of the lamps, but no, that's not it. It was white. It was a white lamp. Um, this is so, Robert wakes up and apparently uh, Matthew has called the l- lawyer Murray. He summoned him without Robert's permission. Robert is just ah. like, you summon Murray without my permission. He says this like 15 times and it's like, buddy, buddy, you're, you're a co-chair. Okay, she's like, you both rule here. And you said you didn't, you clearly don't believe that because you're the one who said this was going to happen. Yeah, You (laughs) said you would be running things together, but you're not running things together. You're trying to just steamroll over all of Matthew's ideas. And she also is like, and also Edith's ideas. You're steamrolling Edith's ideas as well. Yeah, Um, because you're an ass. Guess who um, we have? Edith in her adorable red dress hat meeting the editor for lunch. Um, she's a little bit late and cute she, outfit. Oh my god, just love her so much. Oh my goodness. Just, oh my god, she wears this dress later that I just like was drooling over. Oh, just, oh my god. Yeah, she's so cute. So cute. Oh my god. I, I love, love this her. dress too. It's so cute. Okay. He says um, um that he is happy to hear that she is still single i'm rather pleased that you're not married i mean how the fuck do you 
she How completely didn't even be? notice that comment. It's like obviously that comment is I like you. I'm pleased that you're not married. <laughs> it's like yeah. I mean, he also he also could have meant it as in like I'm glad you're not married so that you could be a writer and not True. have to like, you know, be distracted by your husband and family and whatever. She um, tells him that but... she was jilted at the altar and his face is like so sweet. He's like, "Oh no." I'm so sorry that happened to you. You're so hot. Why? Who would ever leave you at the altar? Like, like you're so cute. Why would anybody leave you? Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's oh, it's so cute. And he's like, I'm afraid you're gonna turn the job down. And she's like, Please don't. I won't. Um, not if you don't want me to. And uh, and then he smiles. And then my the first thought I thought was, Remember when Mary dated? The journalist. No. <laughs> Carlisle. Carlisle. And then I was like, that no. is in the past. But I mean, Robert didn't like that. He's not, definitely not, not all journalists like are bad. This like editor. Yeah, not all editors are bad. Well, he Carlisle wasn't even an editor. He owned the newspapers. This guy doesn't own it. He just works no. for the newspaper. Yeah, um, which is way lower than owning the newspaper. But there, sh- there should be some humble. He should be a little humbled. Are these the lamps, Emily? <laughs> I don't think so. They're awesome, though. They these lamps these are, are fucking these, awesome. These tassels are fun. I know. Um, I love them. But no, I don't think this. I don't think this is the lamp. Okay. <laughs> so Murray is there with Jarvis. This whole conversation is wild. So. Obviously, Murray is siding with Matthew on this because he wants to save money. He's a he's he's like a lawyer. He's really good at this stuff. Um, he's a financial lawyer. And yeah, and he so, wants to make money. He said the third Earl literally lost, almost lost all the money. The fourth one died, and that's what saved the estate. So you really need to be like <laughs> obvious about <laughs> this. Yeah, something like that. And yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just going to just play a little bit about it because actually Robert is kind of doing a, a good job here. Think I didn't mean to be taken literally. Must we talk in this way? Yes, I'm afraid so. Thanks to Mr. Swire, we have another chance, but we have to change our ways. All I'm talking about is investment, increasing productivity and reducing waste. Waste? Yes, the estate has been run very wastefully for many years. I won't listen to this. Now, come on, Jarvis. If I can listen to it, so can you. No, Lord Grantham, I can't. Am I to stand here after 40 years of loyal service to be accused of malfeasance uh, and corruption? Nothing of the sort. My dear chap, think for a moment. We must both see things have to move forward. My goal is to find the way of least disruption. Won't you stay and help me with that? My lord... Will you give me a good reference? Ooh. Fuck. Yes, of course I will. Mr. Jarvis, if I have offended you, then I offer my sincerest apologies. I'm the old broom, Mr. Crawley. You are yeah, the new. Yeah, we are. I wish you luck with your sweeping, my lord. This guy. <laughs> that was great. This but yeah, he, he definitely is the old, old shit. It needs to, it needs to change. And 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 and, and, and quickly on the lamp topic, um, if if the lamp isn't in this episode, I think it was because we also watched Knives Out, 
um, recently, and I, there might have been a lamp in there that Kimmy liked. So that, so it, if if it's not in this, it was in the movie Knives Out. So you know what I'm gonna do every time I see a lamp anywhere now. It's gonna be the new "You Love Birds" all sign. It's gonna be the. Is this the lamp? <laughs> Thank you. I would love that to be a running joke for the show. In every e- down everything. episode, it's in life until the end of time. Yeah, in shows, yes, is everything. this the lamp, Emily? Please. Okay, it's happening. It's happening. Um, Mrs. Happening. Hughes is talking to Mr. Carson, and she's like, "Okay, something, something happened." Um, everybody's hanging out in the. Uh, Everyone's being loud. Yeah, laughing um, in the downstairs. And Mr. Prince, Tom's brother. They have a visitor. Is down yes. there with all the servants because obviously he feels more comfortable with them. Branson yeah. comes down and I'm going to I'm gonna play what he says. He brings Mary. Yeah. 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 Karen, what are you doing down here? Come upstairs. I don't fancy it. Can I not stay put? Have me dinner down here. But we're all so looking forward to meeting you, Mr. Branson. If you come with us, you can see your room and get changed. If you want to. And what would I change into? A pumpkin. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, Tom. Can we not eat down here? They seem like a nice lot. What's the matter? You're too grand for them now. They know that I'm not. My mother-in-law has been kind enough to invite you to stay and dine. And I'll not let you snub her. Mm. Now get a move on. <laughs> I, love I love it. Tom, you tell him. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Yeah, it was good. It was great. <laughs> he taps Mosley. <laughs> Mosley's like, what? <laughs> that actor. He's so funny. Everybody's like staring as this guy leaves. I know. You always said he would bring shame on this house. No, Mrs. Hughes. For once, I will hold my tongue. I thought Mr. Branson's respect for her ladyship's invitation exemplary. (laughs) Look at that. That was adorable. I did love how Tom was like that as well. Um, Yeah. Yeah, it it definitely... It was cute how his brother was like, okay, man. (laughs) Like, he thought maybe that Tom would... Maybe let him get away with it, but it was such a brotherly moment where he's like, I'm not letting you do this shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, you're not going to, you're not going to embarrass the family or, you know, just be, be a nuisance to the family. Yeah. I've, I've come too far. I've come uh, too far to get on anyone's bad side. <laughs> it's, it was great. It was great. Um, Matthew. Back up in Mary's room. Matthew <laughs> yeah. is, uh, he's a little exhausted. He's like, yeah, Jarvis he lays left. down on the bed. And it's adorable. He just flops back. He's like, get yeah, Jarvis left. And Mary's like, um, excuse me? She's <laughs> like, like, shit, oh, what are we going to do now? Yeah. This is really cute. Yeah. Ta- uh, Matthew wants Mary to come sit with him on the bed. And she's like, you're going to make me untidy because she's getting ready for dinner probably. And yeah, they're really cute. She's like, town's going to be safe for our children. Everything's going to be great. I need to know that you're on my side. And she's like, well, I love my father and and everything and he's like yes but you need to support me i am your husband and then she's like i support you and she gives him a really cute kiss believe in me it's it's adorable they are so cute they're just they're Very so cute. sweet i love them so much um it, they their relationship definitely has gotten better since it 
like they got married. Like it was so tumultuous. And now it's like they've had their disagreements, but they're married. Like they love each other. So, um, yeah, I mean, now the down's safe, Mary doesn't have too much to complain about. I mean, yeah. there could be there. Things will probably come up that they'll probably fight about still. But, you know, it, it's fine. We're good now. We're in a good spot. Um, so Alfred tells o- Miss O'Brien, his aunt. Yeah. About what happened. Yeah. Um, but what happened with, with Jimmy and, and Thomas. And she's like, you need to tell Mr. Carson. She like, uses right these words. She's like, you have to do this. You need to speak up. It's for your own good. If Mr. Carson finds out that you knew and you didn't say anything, he's going to be really angry at you. And so Alfred's like, all right. <laughs> like, oh my God. Ugh. Ugh. This dress. Yes. This one. Oh my God. So Edith is wearing this beautiful mauve dress. Right. She's back from London. And yes, dusty this mauve rose. dress with like, d- yes, dusty rose, Alessandra. <laughs> And these, and it's, it's like matte, but like the flowers on it are like shiny shiny, and it's just, oh, it's just chef's kiss. (laughs) I love it. It's very beautiful. Um, Well, talking about a dinner. They're talking about about how Tom is going to become a mechanic with his brother, like basically nearby, hopefully. And, uh. Then um, everybody is going to be going to the christening except and then and then Robert goes, well, I'm not going to come. Tom doesn't want me there. And then Mary says, Sybil would have wanted you to come. And 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 basically then Tom goes, this is what Sybil would have wanted. He basically just brings up the Sybil card. Yeah. (laughs) You know, Sybil would have wanted you to come to this christening and everybody gets she loved you with all her heart she would want you to be there and i was like this is when you pull this out this is this is the moment <laughs> this is this is where you play the civil card oh jeez it's really it is very convincing and so he's like all right oh, yeah no. um then matthew asks edith about her time in london and she's like well guys i'm i got an announcement um everybody i am going to be working as a journalist um, I'm a journalist. Yeah. And and Robert's face is like, oh, really? <laughs> He's just like, oh, now I have to go to a Catholic christening. And, and my daughter's, and now a, my daughter's journal- a journalist. What else? What else can She's, happen? She says what the else? editor was very nice and Mary kind of like, is like, all right. <laughs> That's right. Mary, Mary was like, okay. okay. Um, and then, right. Okay. So then we're back with Alfred and, and, um, he hasn't told O'Brien. Carson yet, and yeah. O'Brien is just pushing him. Like oh my he is, God. she is like, you it's have against got God. to tell him. Yes. He's, he's broken he's... the fundamental laws of God and whatever <laughs> and yeah. garbage. Like ugh. Um then we find out what, what Edith this? was doing in London yes. and she was putting an ad in the lady for Edith. Or for for Ethel, who for at to, Violet's to, request, yes, without Isabel's knowledge, yeah, as a housekeeper, because um, they think Violet it will mad. be best. Or, well, did they say why they mad. think it will be best if Ethel moves to a new place? Because they you know, haven't she's discussed. Too well, they're going to discuss they it in a, in a minute with Mrs. Hughes and stuff. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, Tom's brother is just chatting, and he's like, "I would like some beer." <laughs> That's right. He wants beer. So Carson's like walking around with like a with like a a pint of beer. 
Yeah, they ask for Mrs. Hughes. Isabel is sipping her tea very angrily. She's like, okay. Um, He's like, it's not so bad here after all. You know, he's honestly not behaving badly. Like, they call him a drunk, and it's like, he hasn't done anything that constitutes him being, like, he's just a regular dude. Like, he's not really doing anything that's ridiculous. Yeah. I can see how he could be a rough diamond, but he hasn't done anything. He's really not done anything. I mean, he might not have, you know, as nice of manners, but he's not, he's not offending anyone. Okay, so Carson's got, like, the foamiest beer I've ever seen in my life. And it this is, fake. it did, it was fake. This is when Alfred decides to pull him to the side. But before we have that, um, Mrs. Hughes comes up and I'll just, uh, I'm just going to, I guess, play this conversation. Yeah. I have a word. What I have to take this up. Foamy fucking beer. No beer is that foamy. Come with me. Looks like whipped cream. Mrs. Hughes, you've always yeah. taken an interest in Ethel. Do you think I'm wrong? No. While Ethel is in this village, she is doomed to be lonely. But if, as her ladyship suggests, she can get a job far away from here... She's not a bad cook now. And with a respectable reference, which of course you can give her... It's been a week. She's her, really good now. I can't get over yeah. how you've planned all this She's without a, a word to me. now, Well, apparently. I know you wouldn't agree. I know how you hate facing facts. <laughs> I resent that. Hilarious. I'm sorry, but I do. I resent that. Mrs Crawley. I hope you don't see me as an intolerant person. No, because I agree with her ladyship. In a new place (laughs) where she can start again, (laughs) Ethel has far more chance of happiness than in reenacting her own version of the Scarlet Letter in downtown. I need to do a cosplay of Violet or something. What is the Scarlet (laughs) Letter? A novel by Nathaniel Hawthorne. I'm going to be suitable in this dress. Violet, because Violet wears, like, a turn-of-the-century garb. Like, she doesn't wear she does. the the 19... Any of the new stuff. Yeah, she only yeah. wears, like, stuff from the the turn of the century. And, like, it looks fucking amazing on her, too. It's, like, I love it. It's just glorious. Yeah. <laughs> just the faces she makes. Like, Maggie Smith, like, her, like... <sighs> she's an amazing actress. I mean, no, she's nobody so funny. is... She's so great. She's, she's honestly my favorite character in the show. <laughs> yeah, she no. is the best one. She's the best character in this entire show. She is. She is. She's so unproblematic because she's Dame Maggie Smith that they don't write anything wrong for her. They're like, everything that yeah. she says makes sense and she's amazing. That's always great. Um, so yes. Alfred is telling Carson what he saw and... He's like, you know, this is this is kind of strange. Thomas and... was in Al- was in Jimmy's room, and something happened. Yeah, and he's like, well, my auntie thinks that Jimmy's in on it, but I don't think so. It looked like it was very like Jimmy just woke up and was very angry and very surprised, and I don't think he had anything to do with it. And and then Carson's like, yeah, your aunt kind of blows things out of proportion sometimes, but thank you for telling me. The world can be a shocking place, Alfred. But you're a man now, and you must learn to take it on the chin. <laughs> what? Honestly, good advice. Like I, I'm okay. I think it's great that Mr. Carson doesn't. He he does. He's mad, but in this instance, he's honestly very good at handling this situation. Like it's yeah. I mean, he he keeps it. He doesn't like make a scene in front of everyone, and you know he tells Alfred to keep it to himself for now and you know he's he's gonna handle it he's gonna handle it yeah exactly so it's definitely not 
I don't know, like, I think Carson is kind of handling this in the right way, which I was going to say, do you remember when Carson hated Alfred and now he, like, loves Alfred? Like, what happened? What I don't understand. I think since Carson can't hate everyone, he, he just, he picks and chooses who he hates. Okay. <laughs> at the, at, the writers at the decided the that now Carson likes him and hates Jimmy, like. All yeah. Right. Um, then Ethel's like, oh, I was just sitting and daydreaming. And then, you know, uh, Violet comes in and is like, Ethel, are you happy? And she's like, yeah, I'm happier than I was. And she's like, uh, uh, nothing, nothing. You know, it doesn't mean it doesn't mean I'm happy, but I'm, I'm better off, you know, have, making money, having a place to sleep. That's happiness, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, in a way, if you're if you're just surviving. Yeah, uh, then Violet's just asking about when Jarvis is leaving to, to Cora and Robert, um, and they're thinking about, like, who would possibly take the role of Jarvis, who was, who even thought Robert is, wasn't the chief because he thought Robert's father was the chief. Um, yeah. So she's like, Violet's like, well, you already found who you would replace, and it's obviously Branson. And then they're like, What? And and he's like Robert's Tom. Like, Tom. He has no like knowledge of farming, and and she's like, well, that's not true. His grandfather was a farmer, and that's even more than Jarvis can say. Jarvis fucking sucks. So, <laughs> um, yeah, 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 yeah. So then she's like, well, that's this is good. He has good experience, and what will it take for you to accept this? And then Robert's like, well, I, I have two things. One of them is uh, Matthew must agree to it. And then Cora's like, well, he's going to agree to it. And then the second thing is I can gloat when you guys are wrong. <laughs> because he's petty and he has to have the petty option. I, I can't remember when Cora said this, but um, it was probably earlier. But um, she had said to Robert, like, uh, you know, Branson's leaving anyway. He's not yeah. gonna. He's not gonna work with us. And she's like, "Well, you're not giving him any reason to stay, to be like, to be with the family. Like, you're the one who's kind of pushing him away." Yeah. Um, and I don't remember if that was like here or if that was earlier, but I, I kind of liked what Cora said. Yeah. Um, and again, I think Carson. Carson starts talking to Thomas. He's like, "This is a criminal offense." Um, you could have done something and he's like, well, we didn't do anything. So Carson's like, well, you were going to do something. And then he's like, no, it wasn't. And then he's like, don't get clever with me. Carson gets a little upset, but he's not, he's not fuming. He's just, he's like trying to, to figure out what was happening, what was going on. And Thomas has no defense. He's like, I, I just, this is, this is what it was. I what am I going to, I was drawn to him. What can I say? Yeah, I, I thought I, thought, me I too. thought he had feelings for me, yeah. but I was wrong. Obviously, like I, you know, that's it. Just no, I shouldn't have snuck into his room like a creep and just put my face on his face while he was sleeping. <laughs> like that's not okay. Yeah, and probably he says, could have had like a little conversation about this at the side. A little with, what? With, the, with both parties being awake. Right. That I would said, be, like Thomas yeah. should have just like had a conversation with Jimmy, not just. Not just acted on his feelings. hundred percent. Very, very, very impulsive. He said, yeah, you know, and then Carson's like, it's an odd mistake to make. And then he says, when you're like me, you have to read the signs as best you can because no one dares to speak out. 
So Carson is like, I just don't even want to entertain this idea right now. Like, this is revolting. Um, you know, say, so you're saying James is the innocent party and all this. He doesn't have anything to do with it. And he's like, no, James doesn't. James is not what's going on with this situation. He doesn't know. And, and, and Carson doesn't do anything about it. He's like, all right, just James may report you to the police. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, he said, he said, just be, be happy if James doesn't end up reporting you to the police. Cause that's what he could do. Like he has every right to do that. Yeah. I mean, he's got, so it sounds like out. Thomas needs to make, needs to make things good with James before James maybe does anything. We're going to find out what happens to Thomas. Who's already on thin ice, thin ice. Exactly. That's how I was trying to figure out what that, what that saying was, what the phrase was. Yes. yes. Uh, so Carson doesn't even tell Mrs. Hughes about this. He's like, human nature's a funny business into it, isn't it? And then Mrs. Hughes is like, well, why didn't the poets come to you, Mr. Carson? They would have saved themselves a lot of time and trouble. <laughs> so poetic. I love it. I love it. Okay. And now it's the christening. Yes. Right, it already happened. Yes. And there's a photographer. Come out of the church. Everyone's looking real cute in their lavender outfits. Carrying the baby <clears throat> with the dress. So cute. I love it because yeah. in, in christenings, uh, the baby always wears this long dress, even if they're uh, boys. They always wear very long dresses. It's really cute. I love it. Beautiful yeah. tradition. Yes. They're um, taking some photos. Yes. All the lavender ladies look amazing. And Cora's got some makeup on and it. It makes her look very nice. Um, yeah. Her hat. Her hat is, is great. Yeah. It really is. Um then and Tom is officially asked Tom the to yeah. be the agent. Yes. While they're taking a photo, which is not the time to talk about this. But. In the, I mean, no one smiles in the photo anyway. They're, they're just all straight based. Yeah. Um, and now the baby is going into Robert's hands to oh, take a picture a with baby. Violet. Yes. Yeah. And Father Dominic, <laughs> the, the Catholic uh, the priest behind priest? them. Yeah, yes. the priest. Who, who looks, looks like a fucking ghost. Who looks like the Grim Reaper. Who <laughs> <laughs> looks he legit looks like he's scary. going to murder he's everyone. Fun. The guy that they got is... I mean, I would be afraid of this man. He is scary looking. He's terrifying. He really yeah. is. And then Cora's like, are you afraid terrifying. you're going to be converted by standing next to him? Oh my god, I can't. I am dying. He is. This by far was the best ending to an episode a hundred percent because there was a fucking ending like because it was an ending it was funny roberts you know uncomfortable sat next to the grim reaper yeah oh this was a very good episode i agree with you i was gonna say that as well i thought this was an excellent episode excellent yeah excellent episode yeah <laughs> i i was really uncomfortable with the whole thomas jimmy stuff just yeah because o'brien's a bitch yeah and she was leading she was making thomas think those things and it wasn't true and i just felt like secondhand embarrassment like i was just like ah yeah and i hated it because like thomas is an ass but he doesn't he doesn't deserve that. Like, that's no. so mean. This is that's so mean. low. It's so but, horrible. But they handled those scenes really, like, like it, it was supposed to make you feel uncomfortable and sad and, you know, feel feel bad for Thomas. Um, so, yeah, they did a really good job at that. Edith's got uh, a new job and possibly a, a new love interest. A new beau. Yes. So that's great. That's exciting. I agree with you. Like, every 
there was a lot of fun quips. I laughed a lot in this episode. I cringed. I was like so interested um, in a lot of the stuff that was going on pretty much the whole time. So that was definitely, that was good. Um, even the stuff talking about the estate and everything. Um, yeah. Uh, and, and even I the Ethel the- stuff. Yeah, even the Ethel stuff is really good. I mean, I, I think that's a great step forward for her. I mean, they haven't told Ethel yet, but um, she'll she'll find out probably in the next episode if if she can find a job, um, which I'm sure I'm sure she will. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'd give this episode like I'm I'm gonna put it up there. I'm gonna give this episode like a solid like like nine and a half. Yeah. Nine and a half lamps. Nine and a half fringy <gasps> lamps. I was gonna say lamps. I no. took it. I oh, took it. You from did you. it before me. Oh my. Figure God. figure I... out yours now. Figure it out. Oh my God, that is unfair. I was gonna say lamps. I took it from you. I took it from you. I knew you were gonna say it. I knew it. I knew it. Um. Uh... Okay. <laughs> I am also gonna give this episode nine and a half. Pimp suits out of ten. All right, like pimp suits. <laughs> there, there was a whole lot of things you could have done. It could have been like uh, lobster tails, you know, the ones that fall on, uh, the ones that fall on violet uh, movie tickets. Yeah, but this um, pimp suit really got me. So yeah, cr- baby christening dresses. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> whole bunch of things. Oh uh, yeah. Um. All right. Well, I am very for once. I'm very excited what's happening in, in these last couple episodes of this season. Um, not not really anything too dramatic is is like getting set up, but I think I'm excited for some of these things to conclude. Some mm-hmm. some yeah. some things that have been drawn out all season. Um, so thank you uh, for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. We are also on Amazon Music now. And we're on Spotify. That's where you would like to listen. That's, that's where you like to listen to your podcast. Go ahead and find us there. Um, if you d- want to reach out to us and say hello, you can email us at allbythepopcornpodcast at gmail.com. Um, your you brain is mush media. at this point in this Your podcast. brain's mush? All right. I'll, I'll, I'll carry us to the end. I'll cross <laughs> this finish line. I got you. We'll do this together. Um, if you want to follow our social media, we have Twitter at by the popcorn, Instagram at all by the popcorn podcast, Facebook all by the popcorn podcast, and like our page. Uh, TikTok all by the popcorn podcast, YouTube all by the popcorn podcast, <laughs> and subscribe. Um, is that all of them? Yeah. Um, and yeah, love check out our merch. Love for you to see our cute little logo on 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 cute things like yeah. mugs and shirts and 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 anything of the like. Um, but thank you for listening and we will talk to you in the next one thanks for listening everybody bye even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.